Okay, welcome. Hello, everybody. This is Jen Springer. I am so glad you're here. It is Monday night. It is the end of the first month of January 2016. I can't believe it. I mean, where does the time go, really? I mean, we're at the 25th. Next Monday will be the 1st of February. I mean, like... Uh, like if you're not shaking your head, I don't know if there's something wrong with you because it seems like yesterday was Christmas. It's just totally wild. And I hope you're all moving forward on your plan for the first year, for the ugh, for the first month of the year because you probably set your goals a couple of weeks ago and here we are at the end of the month. Have you already given up on them? That's my point. And I'm going to talk about that in just a little bit because my goal for all of you and my commitment is to make sure we all stay on task with our goals for this year. And I created um, the 10 tips for success for 2016. It was a few few weeks ago. I did it on the 28th of December. So make sure you go back and listen to that call. Or you can just go to the uh, website where we've posted it. We've actually made it into a fancy website. Um, it is 10tipsforsuccess.net. And then you can put your email in there and access it. And you also have a checklist. Um, we've created that as part of our um, it's the Live Green, Earn Green system right now. We might tweak the name here coming up in the next month or so, but we um, we created that so people have tools to use to grow th their business. But this tool has actually been fantastic. And I have um, – this is Jen Springer, by the way, Young Living Platinum, in case if you're wondering. I didn't introduce myself. I just jumped right in. But uh, we're going to be doing a webinar in this week, either tomorrow or Thursday, I'm pretty sure it's going to be tomorrow, but I'm learning the technology. But it's going to be an overview of running Facebook ads and just some general stuff. And then I'm going to go into it really more in depth in a future webinar or two. I'm not sure. Maybe one more webinar after that to get into the nitty-gritty. Because some of you may just want to come and check it out. And if it's not for you, then you don't want to go to the next webinar. And some of you are going to want to learn about the next, the next step of the webinar. And so what we're going to do with that is we're going to post the link to the webinar. Uh, it's going to be on the Live Green, Earn Green Facebook group. So make sure you are a member of that. You know, and we've come so far. You know, every week I give you guys a little anecdotal thing. And it's been 15 years since I've been with Young Living. I'll be going into my 16th year this um, God, that's really scary to say. <laughs> I just, I just like heard myself. Like this spring is my. I will be starting my 16th year. And, like, I don't think I would ever have imagined talking about webinars and, you know, things of that nature. It's just, you know, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's, just, it's just absolutely crazy. And talking about text opt-ins and Facebook ads, there was no Facebook, right? <laughs> you know, it's just totally crazy. But I want to make sure that you guys know what's happening because we're going to go a little more techie. And for those of you that are members of the Diamond Factory or the Live Green, Earn Green, you're going to be able to get that more advanced training as part of your memberships. So we'll talk about that when I actually get it scheduled, and we'll explain it. But just those of you that are in like in in the in crowd, you know you'll be good. So the Diamond Factory uh, special. Let me go ahead and check Facebook here real quick. Okay, she's on. Are you with me, April? I am. 
There you are. Good. You know, I do my ramble for the first like six yes. or seven minutes. <laughs> so I just want to make sure you're with me before I go on and I ramble a little bit more and get into the specials mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and we'll do our thing. I'm so excited. You guys, this interview is going to be so amazing and I'm pumped up about it. So I got to stand focused so I can finish up so we can get into it. But we're going to have the uh, couple more days. Well, it's like five or six days or whatever it is for the intro special for the Diamond Factory. A lot of you have done that already. We have a lot of members, but it's going to go up as of February 1st. And I think it's going to go up to one, I don't know if it's going to go up to 129 or 149. We're still determining that because of the overhead cost and all that jazz. But be sure if you're going to, if you're thinking about it, go to diamondfactorytraining.com and get in on that. Um, it is going up, and it was in the emails, and uh, you can always message me if you can't find that. A uh, really cool thing I saw today is that uh, from now until the 29th, Rose is going to be 15% off. So those of you who have been pining for rose oil, no pun intended, you will be able to get that at a discount, which, you know, 15% off of the price of rose is a big deal, you know. <laughs> it's not like a, a $20 oil where you're like, oh, it's only $3, you know. It's well worth this if you're looking to get it or if there's somebody, quote, special in your life that you might, you know, want to give a hint for a gift, there are plenty of infographics even on Young Living's website, print it out and stick it in his or her face and say, this is what I want for for Valentine's Day. (laughs) So that is really, really cool and exciting. And uh, be sure that you take advantage of that. Also, one thing I will say is I have used rose oil quite a bit in the past as an incentive for my team members, you know, if they reach certain things or, um, you know, goals or contests. So if you're, you know, even if you've already got your own rose oil and you want to Um, have something on hand for really good incentives or achievements, people hit a certain rank, it's a really good thing to do because a lot of people won't buy rose for themselves. So there you go. So let's run through the special – the specials for this month because we have a new and exciting thing that happened with the next tier at 400. So 190 PV, we have 15 mil of peppermint, 15 mil of rosemary, and the bonus is a 5 mil of tea tree if you are on essential rewards. And if you're not, you are crazy, okay? You're leaving money on the table, you're paying more uh, higher price shipping, you're not getting your free products, and you could potentially miss out on your commission check. So you get on essential rewards and tell that to your new people the same way. <laughs> Maybe not my exact voice, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, that's a retail value of $63 and some change. But for 250 PV, you get those oils, plus you get one of my favorite things, which is Morning Start Bath and Shower Gel. It is just luxurious and smells so bright and amazing, especially this time of year when it's kind of crappy out, you know, no matter where you live in the country, even if you're living in warmer weather, it could be overcast, you know, just kind of junky and you need something to lift you up. Morning start is amazing to do that. So you'll get that along with the other bonuses I talked about. And if you go to the 300 PV, which I am always guaranteed in this PV category, you also get the evergreen collection, which is pine, Uh, Northern Lights Black Spruce and Idaho Blue Spruce. And those are wonderful to diffuse and whatever you want to do with those. I I love those oils. I think the Idaho Blue Spruce is one of my new favorites. Idaho Balsam Fir I I still think is like absolutely divine. But the Blue Spruce is wonderful. So you get those plus you get all the other things. The peppermint, the rosemary. If you're on essential rewards, you get the tea tree and then you get your bath gel. And then if you're at 400 PV, you get your 
shipping paid for. Okay, if you've got the standard ground shipping. If you choose to have different shipping, they will credit you in the equivalent of what that would be for standard ground shipping. So if you're close to that, go there and just bump it up and not pay for your shipping. How cool is that? You get that back in product points. So pretty cool, very cool new thing. Um, I know I heard through the grapevine that that actually um, has been a big hit, and there's quite a few people that are taking advantage of that. So there you go. Especially when you convert your stuff over in your household, out, so, you know you're not going to you know the the natural food stores, and you're not buying your green products in other places other than Young Living. It's easy to get to 400 because you have your your soaps, your lotions, your your laundry detergent now, and your all your your wash for your veggies and all that stuff, including your supplements and your oils. So here you go. Okay, tonight is the Monday night call. And if you want to listen to the recordings, we have the last couple weeks at OurSimpleTraining.com. So if you miss it, you, you want to go there to listen to that. And then you can also get on the email list in case you got invited here via another way. You can get on the list there and subscribe so that you get the messages on who's going to be on the call. And then if you want to hear the archives, you go to diamondfactorytraining.com. You can listen and download the archives there, and that's where we keep everything over time. And that's where there's also an upgraded membership for some higher-level training if you want to do that too. But tonight we'll keep it to uh, less than – well, we'll be – my interview will be less than an hour. We won't go past the 8 o'clock mark central time here. And I'm really excited about this interview because April and I have talked, and I really, really, really love and I can relate to her because myself, believe it or not, you guys are going to be shocked and maybe drop your phones, I am an introvert. I don't like to be – I like to be home. I, you know, I do like seeing and traveling things, but I am an introvert. And for me to um, – to really put myself out there is very draining. And when her and I talked, it was really refreshing to hear that from her because you know she's been in Young Living for seven years. And you know in the last couple of years, her business just exploded and she's reached Royal Crown Diamond. But she's also keeping her true to herself and her priorities, you know, her family, which is very, very important to her, her faith. But she's also honoring her own personality. You know, she told me, she said that, she felt like she had to go out and travel and do classes like the diamonds, you know, that she felt she should. And it just, it was like a shoe that didn't fit. You know, she does her business her way and she takes exceptional care of her team. And she is has a very thriving business. So for those of you that are on the call, and I know many of you came on because you wanted a little bit of a different perspective and listened to her wisdom, I really am glad you're here. So thank you, April, for coming on tonight and taking some time out of your evening to share your experience and your wisdom with everybody. So thank you for coming. Thanks for asking me. I'm really excited about this. So, <laughs> you know, I know it's just it's just really really cool, you know, and we've got so many different ways to grow our business. You know, it, there's not one particular way. And when you first started, how how did you get you know how did you get into this and why did you even start sharing and doing little classes and gatherings well i was a member for a li- about about 2 years and i had enrolled just maybe two or three friends that just saw me using my oils and products and then along came a fourth friend my friend michelle skocheck who really wanted to just start off running with the business of this and i really didn't know anything about it so she, I, I was pretty knowledgeable about the oils. I love chemistry in general and science. And so 
I, I felt like I'd had two years under my belt of learning about it. And she said, well, you just please just teach a class. And I was scared to death because why would I get up in front of anybody and teach anything? <laughs> That's just not me. So my sponsor and enroller, uh, my friend Mary Moore, came with me. And we basically just taught out of some essential oil books and shared our own stories. And, and people there enrolled. And we'd had some other friends at the same time that, that were needing some holistic avenues in their life for some things they were going through. And, and I had walked through that with them and, and just learned a lot, even a lot more. So at the, at the end of that, after about three or four months, I just kept thinking like, I really should be telling more people about this. This is such a good thing. Why am I not doing this? And so we, we, we teamed up the two of us and we co-taught these classes. And then our upline, our diamond upline, Danette Goodyear, crown diamond upline, she would help us so much to teach. Uh, she had a lot of class notes that she would let us use. I mean, they're all non-compliant now, of course, because this right. was five years ago. But she she would give us so much of her stuff to teach from, and, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And I, I don't know, it just it, it really just snowballed from there. I got really passionate about, like, wow, I really should be teaching this more. I've just really been teaching my family about this for the last few years. And so – Essential oils were like the missing link in our family because we were already pretty holistic into whole foods and homeopathy and herbs and all of that for several years. But I used like junk, junky essential oils before that, like from the grocery store. <laughs> so oh, wow. when I found Young Living, it was like the light bulb went off, you know. So, so that's how, how I got did, started. Yeah, and how from that point – how did you promote, you know, that you were doing these classes? Was it just word of mouth or did you did, did it just start like, you know, kind of like the, like I explained sometimes the spider plant where you talk to people, do a class, and then they want you to do a class and they want you to do a class. How did, how did that all start when, you know, for you to branch out and really start to grow? Well, I think just for me, I already had a big network of friends just from different, you know, different times of my life. I grew up in two – in, in West Texas, and then we, you know, I had my high school friends there, and then we moved my senior year, and I had high school friends here in Dallas, and then I had my college friends. I went to two colleges, and then I had church friends from, like, three different cities, and it just, everyone was then connected on Facebook, and then we were really involved in our homeschool group, so I already had this network in place, so to speak, so I just kind of tapped into all of those people, and and I would post a lot on Facebook and social media was really big for me. But I think with just the homeschool community in general, a lot of them are, are very holistic anyway, not all of them, but a lot of them. And it was just like, it, it, it just, it just fit. It, it solved a need that was, that we didn't know that we had. What's interesting about that is I'm listening to what you said about the people you knew and a lot of people don't, think they know a lot of people but you you reflected on I mean obviously with Facebook and social media and you were connected with those people via obviously you know being on the internet but you talked back all the way to where you grew up and in colleges and so when you guys when you're listening Mm -hmm. and you think I don't know anybody you know where'd you go to college (laughs) where did you go Mm -hmm. where did you grow up you know do you have people make their list of resources of who they know and how they um, they can reconnect with those people so they actually see that you know that they know people? Do you do that? Yes, we definitely encourage that. Even anything from like your kid's soccer coach or karate instructor or 
not necessarily like your mailman and complete strangers. Usually it's more like warm market <laughs> right. contact that you really just don't realize that you still have. And, and with Facebook, you can reconnect with anybody and you can set privacy settings on Facebook so you're not sharing your whole life with everybody. Yes. Yes. And I don't know about you, but I look at Facebook that, um, you know, it's, it's out there for the world. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. depending on who it is or, you know, I don't, I've pretty much everybody that's, my friend is I've sponsored so on Facebook, but in general, there's so many more ways that people can reach out and get in, and join groups and pages and things like that where they can even meet more people. And it's not just Facebook, but there's so many social media. Gosh, it blows your mind when you think about what's out there. You know, Periscope and uh, right. I've been much in Google Plus. Have you done Periscope? You've done Periscope. I've seen you on there. Yeah, a few times. I'm I'm not. Yeah, a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not I, on it often. Yeah, I I I was doing it quite a bit, and then I was got so many projects going. Like you know, we're going to talk about time management because I know that it was a huge thing for you. But you, we can only do so much, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like yep. one more thing, you know. It's just crazy. And so you know, leading into that, you know, people think that we need to be these gregarious extroverts, you know, teaching all these classes and traveling the world and standing in front of a stage of 500 people, you know, and and talking to everybody down the street. You know, when you walk in the grocery store, you're just like, I'm a young living, you know, diffusing human, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Yes, yes. So what is that, you know, (laughs) how do you say how do you feel about that paradigm? Because I know you tried to make that shoe to fit, and it didn't quite fit you. You want to share with everybody, you know, your discovery process with that, so that they don't put on these like self-imposing, you know, um, way they think they need to act or grow their business. <laughs> well, I think the last couple years, I've I've done a lot more speaking than I ever dreamed I'd ever do because I felt like I should be developing this speaking skill, like I was supposed to be doing it because. That's what so many of the diamonds before me did was they would travel and they would speak. And, of course, that was because we had Diamond Express, which we don't have that anymore as a bonus option. So in order to get that bonus, you you had to host at least six to seven big events, and they had to be open to all of Young Living. And I didn't want to miss out on that bonus. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to learn how to speak in front of large crowds. And over the years in speaking in front of, you know, living rooms, and eventually they would lead to, lead to small hotel rooms and things like that, or small uh, conference hotel rooms. So I wasn't necessarily scared or nervous, but I didn't, I didn't love it. Like I didn't thrive there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, but I felt like I was supposed to do it. I mean, Young Living, with every diamond rank that you hit, they send you a piece of luggage <laughs> as a congratulations. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And it has oh the logo God. and it's a, it's like a really nice brand of luggage and each piece gets bigger as your diamond rank goes up. And I felt like it was this pressure to be really someone that I've recently discovered that I'm, I'm just, I'm not. And not to say that I didn't have fun developing that skill. I, I learned a lot, but I've just, I've come to realize it's not me. It doesn't go with my purpose necessarily. And 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 that can be scary because I realized I was like, I'm always preaching about not to compare yourself to other people. And yet here I was comparing myself mm-hmm. to all these other diamonds that have gone before me and were these amazing, amazing speakers on the stage. They just own the stage like Adam and Melissa. They're just phenomenal. And they're both good friends of mine. 
and I would find myself comparing myself to their gifts that, that I, that I don't have. And so um, I guess I just started to realize that I needed to lead with the strengths that I do have. <laughs> and, and so I what found is that, that for you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for to me, cut you off. No, that's okay. For me, I think that it's more just empowering leaders in, in, in how to duplicate and, and because I love the chemistry and the science of the oils, for people that really do want to learn about that, I love teaching that. Mm-hmm. And I know not everybody loves science, so I would never force that on anybody. But there are people that really want to learn about that. And so I love to sit down with those people or host smaller classes for those people that really just like to take all that in. Like we just enrolled a neurosurgeon on my team, and he just is just like eating up everything we have to say, you know. Yes, so yes. I I feel like this comparison trap, I, I fell into that comparison trap in that aspect. So I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I go back to the fact that, look, it's not me. I am very introverted. I completely understand the insecurity that comes with being an introvert and a leader. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Like I'm okay with it now. I don't feel like I have to travel all over the place. I think my very favorite event last year was the wild fast track event. And that was because I got to share a stage with Danette and Alyssa and Melissa, and we had a really good time. Like, the chemistry was absolutely perfect that night, and we had so much fun. But doing it alone is just not – it's not me. It's not who I am. It's <laughs> – I don't know. Introverts are, are not necessarily every introvert, but I think we just get good at adapting ourselves to situational demands. And – you know, personal growth and development are always going to be important, especially getting out of our comfort zone to learn something new or develop a skill we want to have. And and I felt like I did that. And in the end, I was like, okay, I've discovered this is not me. So mm-hmm. I, I, I I admire all the extroverts out there and, and the people that, that do so well with that, but I just, it's not me. And so I guess yeah, I'm me- just finding my own way now. And being okay with that I think is the biggest thing for us because obviously, you know, you can make things happen. You, you know, you don't become a royal crown diamond on accident. You know what I mean? No. It's like no. it doesn't just happen on accident. Oh, by the way, April, did it just happen to fall into this? You know, I mean, you, you know, obviously, what you do works. You know, and your your the way you work with your team for duplication and your message that you've done over these years, it's worked very well. And for us, any leader and anybody going through the ranks, for us to look at our own gifts. And really, um, like you said it. I don't remember what you said. It was um, to embrace the gifts that we have and not try to make ourselves into something we're not. You can still be everybody that's listening. You can still be a Royal Crown Diamond and not do these huge meetings or travel or, you know, some of you may never even open the the Facebook, you know. I mean, some people I know leaders that don't even have Facebook accounts, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like right. – we're okay with that. And do you find, too, that people, on even a similar note, but um, that people are having a hard time that they compare themselves and they kind of beat themselves up if they don't even grow really fast, they don't become a diamond in a year, they feel like a failure, or even executive in six months, they start to beat <laughs> themselves up? Do you Are you having that in your team? Oh, my gosh, yes. I see it not only in my team. I have, I have cross-line people messaging me. I probably get messaged about this several times per month and wow and it's it's we have this amazing comp plan and we have this great kit and 
in the last, what, three years now, we've had this explosive growth because of those two things. And so people are like, oh, I guess I have to explode too because I'm seeing everyone else around me do it. And before that, you know, you were on that old comp plan with me. I, yes. <laughs> you did not – it was, like, impossible to grow. Like, I was stuck at silver forever. I and, know. It's terrible. <laughs> you guys don't know and how good it is now if you're new. <laughs> I know. It's just If you're three years new at all, you, y'all, we have it made right now. So, yes, for sure. I, I, it's a complete joy stealer. It's, it's more of a joy killer, I think. I've, you know, we all have done it. We all know about it. It can be devastating. And what we don't take into consideration, I think, is like the different networks to it that are already in place for somebody. You know, maybe the friend group somebody might already have or not have, or, or maybe the season of parenthood or life that they're, they had, that they're in, their circumstances. And then, you know, their own personal gifts and talents and skills on top of that. There's, there's teaching style. There's leading style. Like there's so many factors to what makes somebody grow that you can't even compare yourself to somebody because, I mean, why? Like why? <laughs> no one in the whole world can be or do a better job of being you than you. And I think that the thing about comparison is there's never, ever a win. There's just never a win. It will always leave you coming up short every single time. And the truth of the matter, and we say, I think everybody says this, is that if, even if we rank up just one time per year and it took you 10 years to hit Royal, you would still be wildly successful in 10 years because no other job on the planet would give you that kind of raise or experience no. <laughs> or experience in 10 years. So I know a lot of people just they struggle with this and that explosion of growth we've had. But you just got to bury the comparison game because, you know, we all bring something very unique and very special to our own teams and, God has us right where we are for a very, very specific purpose and a calling that only we can fulfill in, in such a time as this. So, you know, if he gave you the specific upline that you have, then that is for a direct purpose. If he gave you the specific organization and access to different trainings or, you know, the time to go to different trainings, like you just, there's so many factors you just can't compare. Yes. Totally. And I, I don't know if you found this, but I've seen this happen with so many people when they try to be something that they're not and they're not genuine being themselves and they're not coming from their heart. That's actually when they don't grow because they're, they're, that authenticity isn't there and people can, their prospects can feel that. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just, I've seen that. It's like, you know, teaching somebody, in their business to come from the heart and really care about helping people no matter what's going on with them. That's but so many people get stuck in, the, you know, that little puppeteer, I need to act a certain way. I'm a network marketer now. I'm a young living distributor, you know, and they just, mm-hmm. they, people are like repelled, you know, they're like, ah, they want to run away. <laughs> I know that makes me wonder, like with just all the different speaking events, like if people could feel that for me, I mean, I had a good time doing it and I, and I definitely developed a skill I would have never developed otherwise. And by no means did, did I arrive with this skill, <laughs> but I was definitely better in the end than when I started. But I feel like my gift is like I'm just really good at listening and listening to what others can say and and being able to internalize it before even speaking back to them. And I don't know. I just I think that's just part of my introvertedness. Maybe I just love solitude. I love 
I love knowing I'm going to be alone for some time because it gives me the opportunity like for planning or imagining or dreaming or self-reflection. It just, it, like it, it improves my ability to think. And I, I'm just not somebody who can wing it like ever. Like I never wing it. <laughs> I, I, it's impossible for me. So I, I like to be prepared. And yeah, anyway. It's just no, that's speaking so from my good. own experience here. <laughs> no, but there's one thing that people, the, one of the main things that are, is missing in general is people, that one skill that is lacking in our society in general is listening. And if you can listen and be a good listener and, and then respond to how you're going to respond, that is the biggest gift ever, you know, versus somebody just, and I'm one of those people that could talk for days by myself in a closet, but, you know, <laughs> but it's less stress when you're by yourself because then you're introverting. But, you know, it's um, to, to be that listener is so important. It's such a huge gift, equally or more important than I've met so many big speakers, famous speakers. And when I've had a conversation with them one-on-one, I, I, I have a better conversation with my cat. I mean, these mm. people are up on the stage and some of them are very, very famous. You get on a one-on-one with them, and you're like, who are you? Like, that person on the stage is not this person here. And you can't even talk to them. They're hollow. Like, they have no personal mm-hmm. skills. And they don't even see you as a person. You know, So that is a, it's, it's an incredible gift. But we could go on with that. But, you know, real quick before we move into, um, you know, talking about purpose, calling, and assignment, what are a couple tips for people – that you, you know, things that you maybe you do in your business or you encourage to facilitate duplication. You know, just a little snippet on that. We don't need to go into it much, but, you know, to give people a couple tips on duplication that you work I think you. sticking to the income-producing activities is the key to duplication. Things like inviting people to classes or setting up one-on-ones with people if you don't do classes. We call them classes here. I don't know what you might call them, but just a gathering of people where you share about the the premium starter kit. So inviting people to those or setting up one-on-ones, following up, of course, on those, whether you, you call them afterwards or maybe they enroll that night and you want to get them like a little goodie bag if you give them a goodie bag, but just something that's going to be an income producing activity, I think is the best duplication. Of course, keeping it very simple, keeping it to, um, you know, under an hour, hour or so, roughly, not to verbal vomit on people because <laughs> people like me who love chemistry like to use all the big words, and and I realized very quickly that that doesn't duplicate, so I had <laughs> no. to stop doing that. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, we love those yeah. words. <laughs> I love those words. I just I can sit and read a chemistry book for hours. I don't know why. It's just how God wired me. But, but it's, good. it's just income producing is, is the number one key to duplication because you teaching someone to run a Facebook group or teaching someone to just do some things that are not necessarily income producing. They're not going to be, they're, they're not going to be fruitful in the end, especially with, if they want to grow quickly. Yes. Yes. And I will say that for sure. Um, there are so many people that are focusing on social media and even with my own self, you know, talking even earlier about doing a class on Facebook and stuff like that, no matter what you're, and this goes back into what we talked about with 
if your skill and your talent and you can get results by doing one-on-ones and classes and whatever you do, webinars or live or whatever, you keep doing those as you learn new skills. If your skill is public speaking and you want to learn Internet, don't drop everything to go learn Internet. You know, If your skill is on the Internet and you're thriving there, don't drop that to go learn public speaking. You know, Stay with where, like you said, income-producing activity. You've got to sit down there and be like, is this making me money right now? You know, and uh, yeah, a lot of people are quote busy. Do you find that two people and you they're saying I'm really busy and you're like, well, what are you doing? And they're and they're like, well, it's not getting you results. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that I I got that a lot. So last summer I did a wild fast track call on time management and just showed people, mm-hmm. look, you have five hours a week to do this, and here's where they are. And we focus only on income-producing activities. So if you want to hear that call, it's on the YL Fast Track website. The password is YL Fast. Or uh, last week my YL Fast Track call was on keeping it simple. And it was a lot about, about income-producing activity as well. Oh, great. And, and people try to complicate it. It drives me crazy. Like you just, And I think the road, honestly, the road from gold to diamond is hard and it's long. And people assume – off the bat that they're stuck and they're not stuck. It's just a long, hard road. I mean, going from 35 OGV to a hundred thousand OGV, that yes. is massive. Nobody's yes. stuck. You're like, you're not stuck. It's just a long road to ride. Those I'm on it the takes website. Longer. Um, is it under, so that when, when they go to wildfasttrack.com, they click on weekly calls, they put in that password wildfast, mm-hmm. and then they can go into the recordings. Yes, there's recordings from like a year ago, and then if you click oh. on the Mixler, I think it says click here for Mixler something. I don't remember what it says. My The Mixler recordings, if you go into the Mixler, M-I-X-L-R recordings, then okay. the Kiss, the Keeping It Simple one is in there. And there it is, Mixler. There it is. Everybody, there is so much wonderful training out there available at your fingertips in a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yes. so much so much available and we're all sharing with you because we want all of you to be walking across those stages with us and it's just it's so good it is i love it it totally is it is so i don't um do you want to talk about going to time management since we're kind of there right now and what you learned with all the ula stuff do you want to go there since we're right there (laughs) yeah we can do that because we're, so, we're going to skip a little bit, but what what you said that you had some profound learning and experiences with that. Do you want to share that? I did. A year ago, I went to Ula Palooza, and Young Living had said, "We want you guys. We want to take the diamonds to Ula. It's this great training event. You're going to learn about the new Ula kit." And and we got there, and so many people there. We just had our world turned upside down. <laughs> um, it was. It was pretty profound for me because I was really hungry for something of that caliber to affect my productivity and my attitude and my time. Now, again, like I was saying about how gold to platinum and platinum to diamond, those are really long um, roads because of the jump in OGV, and then, you know, you have to add the other legs. And sometimes as I, as I was going that, that way from gold to diamond, I – felt myself pulled in so many directions and I never really felt myself unpulled from that as soon as I started heading for diamond and I felt like life was pulling me instead of me pulling life does that make sense oh I'm there was like girl 
(laughs) (laughs) There was like this complete lack of balance with juggling these balls when, when I was going from gold to diamond. And after I hit diamond, like I worked my tail off for diamond. It was ridiculous what I did for diamond in terms of like the time that I spent doing it. I just spent so much time. And, and after I hit diamond, I was like, I will never do that again. If it takes me five years to hit crown, I don't even care. That's fine. I don't care. I don't want to get that out of whack again. So I, I did take a step back a little bit and lo and behold, like nine months later hit crown and then two months after <laughs> crown hit Royal. You and let it was, go. It was a, yeah. I let go quite a bit. And then I went to Ula and and I really just, I wanted to become more productive while also being more peaceful. And I was already on that path because I had let go at Diamond. So I was already, I felt like I was already on that path, but I was still, like, I still wanted to go to bed at night, not beating myself up for everything I didn't accomplish that day. And I was definitely wow. still doing that. So Ula came at like the exact right time for me. And like I said, I I pulled back a little bit, but it just taught me a lot more about my own time management and efforts, like in those seven key areas of life that they talk about, like family, field, finance, fun. Uh, family, field, finance, fun. Family, field, finance. Uh, fitness. Fitness and faith. faith. Friends. Did you say friends? Yeah, friends. Yeah. Where's my F? And so They're over here in a bag. <laughs> my two lowest scores were fitness and fun. Like they were so severely lacking. <laughs> And I realized that, oh, my goodness, I real, like I eat really well, but I don't ever, hardly ever exercise. So I went home and I joined a gym, and mm-hmm. it was huge. And I went from doing five push-ups in March to doing, like, 30 full, like, on-your-toes push-ups, I think, in September, which was huge for me, you know. And I felt better, and, and I was making time for more fun in my life. And um, it just made a big impact. I, I, I quit making all my to-do lists, and I started dreaming more, and then I would take more steps to turn those dreams into actual goals because, like, what good is it going to be if it's just a dream? I mean, what, what action step can I take to turn that into a reality? So then I started using a planner, <laughs> which I would always, always just use my phone. I was kind of I put everything in a note on my phone and that's kind of how I planned everything and and how I'd be prepared for something. And, um, I don't know. I just, I just started doing all these things that would, that would affect these seven areas. And I, and I kind of chilled out a bit on the field and finance because those were my two number ones and number one and number two. And I just, I don't know. I started writing down like three to five priorities down each day. And, and if I could go beyond those three to five things, then awesome. But if not, then, then I'm happy that I accomplished those things during the day and I can go to bed knowing, okay, I did what I said I was going to set out to do. And it wasn't necessarily like aiming low so I could hit it. It was being realistic with my lifestyle because we do homeschool. We do, you know, there's everything like domestically around the house that my, that I still do. Not everything. My husband helps out a lot too because he's retired and does young living with me. But like those things just don't go away. Like you still have to do them. So I, I would just make time to, or make it a priority to do those three to five things. I would write them down and they put them in a planner and I don't know, it just, it just helped me gain a whole new level of clarity on focus on where I was going in life. Cause I wasn't really sure before Ula. I just, I just wasn't sure. I, it was like life was pulling me. Well, you've so had, it, it was quite, I didn't mean to um, cut you off because I know that you've had, um, 
and this goes right into it because I'm going to open the door for you to go right there. You know, your your why has changed over time. And, you know, you've got some really big, passionate things that you're really, 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 your heart is in right now. You want to share with people what, um, you know, when you started, what your why was, and now mm-hmm. share what your why is. It's like so <laughs> totally, this this little progression is really cool if you want to share that. Yeah. It is really cool. Um, at first, my it was just to get my oils paid for. It was it was great. I was like, cool. I can actually spend like two or three hundred bucks on oils. Like that's awesome. And then I realized, okay, that's that's more than enough paid for because you know you you stock up on things and you, you realize you don't need to buy a, a bottle of like black pepper every single month. And and so it moved on from getting my oils paid for to paying off our car debt from when we had bought uh, our cars and so we paid those off and I think it was at gold it was the same month that we paid off my car that my husband got or he called me and said hey I'll be home in a couple hours I just got laid off our whole department got laid off and that was devastating for him because he absolutely loved 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 his job he worked for an amazing organization but we weren't completely freaked out because I was at a gold paycheck and it was more than enough to to live off of for my family. And after that, I thought, okay, well, I just, you know, I know I'm going to hit Royal one day. Like, I'm so committed to this. So I'm just going to hustle a little bit harder for platinum. And so I did and hit it a month later or two months later. And it's it's gone from paying off our debt now to just, um, well, something, well, something God put on our heart, mine and my husband's heart, right after we got married, was for single moms. And we've—I've never been a single mom, but I—we just had these huge hearts for them. So our why was to help single moms with cars, and so we did that for a while. And it's you know going from platinum to royal, like our income is, has gone up quite a bit. And so after all of our own you know, saving and, and whatnot for retirement and things like that. We, we love to put our money towards our why now, which is really to just change the world <laughs> in a nutshell. And that that's is, it. <laughs> no, no. But that's through things like really funding clean water wells. That is huge to me for people to have clean water to um, human trafficking is something we absolutely abhor. So it's something we love to give towards and partner with organizations to help pull women and children and even some men out of um, trafficking, especially sex trafficking, and just help them and not necessarily help them ourselves, but we like to help fund with or partner with these organizations that pull them out and they offer restoration for them so that they don't go back into that lifestyle. Mm. And um, there's there's so many different things. The Red Cross is really important to us. It's and I think it's it's just my husband and I are are very yellow, like you know the whole color personality thing. We just love to help. And so we've gone with that calling that God or that purpose really that God has put on our finances to help those that can't help themselves. We, we we pray all the time, okay, Lord, break our heart for what breaks yours and expose us to the things that people can't help themselves and that we can help them get out of that situation. And that and that's bringing you into, you know, you, you, we were talking about, you know, you defining 
what your purpose is versus your calling and what and your assignment. You know, are those three different things? And which of these is your purpose and your calling? And you know, how mm-hmm. um, how do you break that apart? Because this is like it's um, yeah. I'm just gonna shut up. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so my husband and I have these lifelong friends of 20 years. Their their names are Jill and Jay Helwig, and Jill worked for Zig Ziglar for. I think about 14 years, her husband worked for him. He was like his right-hand man. And we've been friends with them forever. And she's this phenomenal life coach. And she's helped me so much with this. And she, she has this whole program. It's called Brand New You. And we went through defining our purpose, our calling, and our God-given assignment with that. And the way she explains it is, is that your purpose, this is, what, this is what you're going to be remembered for, like at your funeral, it probably will come very easy to you, and it it seems like it's no big deal, but it's like your big picture, or or maybe it's like the big impact of your life. But this is this is probably going to be like a strength that comes naturally to you. If you like, if you're at work or at home with the kids, you're going to be doing the same thing in both places. Mm-hmm. And and it talks. She talks a lot about how your goals should align with your overall purpose. And so we're finally at the place where we have this an opportunity that's not that's if it's not in that sweet spot of our purpose then we are okay saying no to it if we're presented with an opportunity that before it was like okay we'll we'll help with that or we'll do that but now it's like okay if this doesn't align with our purpose it's probably best for me to say no to that and so like our purpose is really just to leave a legacy and our family word is legacy and we're very very intentional about the way we raise our children and it's your purpose is like I guess in that situation it's to pull out of like my kids what I would pull out of any friend and do that the same way and spiritually speaking your purpose is really going to be something you're most attacked in spiritually now uh, your calling the way Jill when we went through this with her is this is like your uh, an invitation or, or a vocation that's specific to you, and it's it's like the thing you can't do without. It's um like it's something you're really compelled to. You have to do it. You you can't not do it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And this is this usually spiritually speaking, she says a lot of the time is this also accompanies a lot of great opposition. And um, she gave an example one time that uh, was Zig Ziglar. You know, he figured out at the age of 45 that he was purposed to be a, sp- a speaker and to write books. So that was interesting. And then assignment, your assignment is basically your vehicle or the way you accomplish your calling and your purpose. It's it's the way your purpose is carried out. So something's very specific to you for this season. Um, it will probably change throughout various times in life. It's It's a seasonal thing. You know, sometimes you're a mom, some, well, you're always mom, but sometimes you're an author, sometimes you're selling oil, sometimes you're doing something else. It's mm-hmm. it's your most pressing assignment for the season is basically what God would ask me what I did with my responsibilities I just left behind if I had just died. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. It's yep. It's a lot to swallow. You really have to, like, spend weeks on it in prayer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's... Doing that, it sounds like you doing this and figuring this out has really, you know, um, helped you get clear on 
those other things that are so important to you, like you know, doing the human trafficking, the homeschooling, you know, in Texas, and the the moms and all that, keeping those mm-hmm. things a priority and raising your boys in a way that you don't lose track of that. And you know, so many people run through life. I swear, they've got bags on their head and they're running a hundred miles an hour, and they don't know what happened by the time they die. You know. <laughs> I know most people don't even know what they want in life, and they say no. that only like three percent of people even write their goals down. So I think when you know your purpose and you know your calling, you know your assignment for the season you're in, your intentionality goes up just in every area of life. You you will find yourself saying yes to things because it is aligned with your purpose or your calling, and otherwise you can say no. And and maybe 10% of the time you do say yes, and you, you, do, you do go be that servant leader of something that you don't necessarily is in an alignment with your calling or purpose, but it's just because it's like giving those first fruits offering to the world to serve and maybe doing things you don't necessarily want to do, but you're, you're just giving that, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. But for us, I think our business just fuels our purpose financially for all of us, not just me. And, and an example, an example of that whole purpose calling and assignment is if you look at Martin Luther King Jr., his purpose was to help end racial inequality. His calling was to be a speaker, an activist, uh, to lead the marches, and his assignment was to, like, to organize the marches, to organize nonviolent demonstrations, and to be a pastor. So mm, if that, that helps help. it put it all together. Yes, that does help. And, you know, I know a lot of people, especially Young Living, you know, attracts a lot of yellow personalities, um, a lot of where well, we get some um, some of the blues, you know, some of the people like to have a lot of fun. A lot of yellows and a lot of greens, and there with that comes it, it happens where people they feel bad about making a lot of money. Like mm-hmm. like I don't want to be greedy. I don't want to make a lot of money. And you know, my goal is just to help people, and I don't care if I get paid. I don't know what you say to that, but the way I say to that is like even with what you've done, it's like look what you can do with your income and look at the impact you can help people with in your life, in your local community and beyond that because of this income that you have worked for with Young Living. I mean, what do you say to that? Well, if you can't find a, you know, if you if you're if you feel guilty about making money, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that there's so many people in the world that you could help with it. Like, how would you – I don't understand how you would find a hard time putting it in a good place. I mean, if if you're having a hard time, you can give it to me, and I will find a good place yes. for you. <laughs> I promise. I know. There's lots of them that need it. I know, yeah. it's so true. But some people, they do, they're like, oh, you know, you talk to them about a business, they're like, oh, no, you know, I don't want to make that kind of money. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm like totally a red personality, you know. I'm like, well, hey, Are I you? can help, you know. Yeah, total red, like red with green, you know. And, and there's like maybe five and a half tenths of, you know, like a tiny piece of pearl, you know, the the yellows. No, I'm just kidding. But it um, – yeah, but sometimes people have, you know, those worthiness issues, and they have, a, you know, if they were handed a royal crown check, 
they would have a panic attack and maybe run. You know, if they could, they would just hand it right back to you and say, "I can't." They, they, they can't. Their, their um, consciousness can't even hold that. You know, and I believe that when you have a big purpose and you have these things in your life where you really want to make an impact in people's lives, then that type of money you look at it differently. I would imagine where we're oh, you know, I can do this with that if I'm making. Forty thousand dollars a month, or sixty thousand dollars a month. I could take ten thousand a month and do my 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 stuff with that and make an impact on the world, you know. And then I can, for sure, you know, I, I'm that's what I'm thinking, you know, when when I hear that with people. So, um, well, you, know you funny, could always I, ask them if. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, I was gonna I say was you gonna could say. always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be quiet right now. You could say something. So I want you to share with everybody what okay. Gary said about the light bulbs. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, you could always ask them if they've ever turned down a raise or, you mm. know, maybe if their spouse has ever turned down a raise because, you know, if they don't know what to do with their money, certainly they could ask their their upline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Charities and missionaries and kids could you sponsor at the Young Living Academy. There's animal shelters. There's homeless organizations. There's, gosh, you know, how many people and animals are you not helping because you don't have that money to do that with? Like, find your why. I agree with that. Um, I'd be curious to know, you know, what um, people that are in, you know, the diamond ranks, you know, like what are they doing that most of us don't even know, like, you know, we, you don't know, you won't see, because some people are very, um, um, you know, they talk about it in what, in what they're involved with, and some people are more private, and it would be interesting. Um, yeah, well, as we wrap be. up, I would, I, I'd like you to share this little story about um, your husband and what Gary said to him um, that was really profound and really, really um, made such a huge difference in your both of your lives when when he went to the silver club and and i believe this true to be true especially if people are building their business and their spouse or their partner joins with them um and and what and what his young living found and what did he what did gary say to your husband about this so uh he was laid off in june and i was a gold and then i i was close to platinum but then i hit platinum in july and then in august this is in 2013 i think or 2012 i think it was 2013 and we went to Silver Club that August, and Gary was at the farm. Silver Club back then was at St. Mary's, and Gary and Mary spent the whole time there with us. We actually stayed at the farm with maybe 10 other people and Gary and Mary, so we got to spend about five days with them. And one of, I remember him and Gary were walking down to the distillery just by themselves, and at that point, Jay was like, well, I'm just going to find another job. I'm just, just going to take my time doing it. And I just kept saying, why? Why would you do that? Like, I just hit platinum. You know, I'm at gold. I'm about to hit platinum, or I just hit platinum. This is, like, this is more than enough. We would be, it would be so great to just have you at home all the time. Then we could all four be home together all the time. And he just wasn't buying it. (laughs) He just wasn't. (laughs) And so they were walking down to the distillery, and Gary was like, why are you looking for a job? Like, why would you do that? Like, she's at platinum now. She's clearly not quitting. (laughs) You know, she's got a vision to hit the top, so why would you even do that to yourself? And he said, you know, the the people that are the most successful at this is when couples do it together. Mm-hmm. And so they talked about that for a while, and we left Silver Club, and when we got home, he was like, you know, I, I am just going to go on this one job interview, 
but I can already tell that this is I'm I'm in agreement with him. And so it took him going on that job interview. He got home. He was like, yeah, I'm not going back into the corporate world. It's just <laughs> I, I need to do I need to stay home. So I'm really grateful that he told him that because he probably would have gone and found a job and he'd probably still be working. <laughs> yes, and and you you guys said there's too many things to do for that, you know. <laughs> too many I know, I know. And yeah, it's just it because he loved his last job. And it was he, he's a graphic designer by trade. He was a creative director for many, many years. And it's just the organization that he worked for. It was a nonprofit, and he absolutely loved them. So I think that that may have been a piece of the puzzle. Like, it's not your job you miss. It's your it's the company you miss, the organization. Right, yeah. And, that, and I believe that's so true. Even with, you know, we as Young Living Distributors, you know, we meet at events. And we do our thing, you know, a couple times a year, and we talk on the phone or whatever. But it, we're we are still kind of beating our own drum. You know, we don't have this like everyday community that we're we're not all hanging out together every day in the flesh. Right. I know. It's disadvantaged sometimes. But that's what makes like all the different trainings that are out there. That's what makes all those trainings so fun. Is you can take your team with you, and you can learn together because like nobody arrives. I mean, even the Royal crown diamonds that have been around forever, like nobody arrives at this monumental moment. Like I know it all, we're all still learning. And so we all still go to trainings and we all are, you know, we want to still grow and learn and, and all of that. Yes. The day you think you know, everything is the day you get your butt handed to you. <laughs> it's just the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. It's the truth. Humble. It's humble pie. It is. Oh. I don't, you could go to every training out there. <laughs> you still wouldn't know it all. Mm-hmm. I tell my team a lot. Like, do you think Donald Trump made his fortune by winging it? No, <laughs> he earned his <laughs> fortune by building a business in an area where he became an expert in and by learning and doing and, I just hear excuses all the time of why people don't attend events, but I think when they want something badly enough, they, they find a way and they get creative, like no matter what they will get there and, and they get to the events and they learn and they become to get better or they become better at their, their skills and their giftings that God's gifted them with. And I just love that. I love that no matter what attitude, like you know, they do it because. Yeah. And, Believe it or not, we're at the top of the hour. It's gone so fast. Okay. But awesome. real, what was the event that you would encourage? Well, you said there was a really important event last year that changed your life, a women's event that's coming up in April, um, at the end of April this, this year. Why, you know, we're talking yeah. about events and people doing personal mm-hmm. growth. What was that event that you went to that just totally like, whoa, like light bulbs went on? Um, I would say the Women's GoPro event, Eric Warre of Network Marketing Pro, he hosts a women's event, or they just started doing them, and it was phenomenal. I I think there were over 20 speakers. They were all women. They did have a couples panel, but it just, it totally sharpened my game. And it was just, I think I had 50 or 60 leaders there with me, and everyone absolutely loved it. I think almost all of them are going back and taking people from their teams as well. So the Women's GoPro is amazing. I, I, I love to just tell people to make sure you get to any Young Living events that you can that comes around. Convention is huge. If your upline is sponsoring events, go to those. Um, gosh, Raindrop Technique is coming to Dallas. We have our, you know, Alyssa's Spring Symposium that's coming up in April. Like these are phenomenal events that people don't 
sometimes realize that they will learn. Well, let's just say it will take like years off their learning curve, just like convention yeah. does. And, and these events are put together for distributors. And I, I don't think people realize how important they are because people are too concentrated or too focused on watching free stuff on Periscope. And I'm like, yes. no, if you want good education, you have to pay for it. College isn't free. You have to pay for it. <laughs> so, you know, pay the money to get to the good events that are out there because they will transform your business. They'll, they'll, the personal development that comes from them is phenomenal. You, 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 come, you become a, what's the saying? A, the more I learn, the more I earn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes. Did you know, I just saw it yesterday, really exciting that Brenda Schuler is going to be speaking at the Women's GoPro event. <gasps> she is? I didn't know that. Oh, my gosh. That's exciting. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. It's such a great she's event. It's speakers. in Las Vegas. Yep, yep, yep. April 28th through 30th. Um, she's yes. also um, she's promoting a webinar they're doing this Sunday or Saturday. I don't remember. I, there's. Uh, I'll post it on the Facebook, the Live Green, Earn Green group. Um, but the networkmarketingpro.com pow- uh, slash powerful women is where you can you guys can see that. And I just you know, she posted it, and it's like, oh, my gosh, there she is. So we're going to be represented, everybody. <laughs> Very so, good, because I didn't see Young Living represented from the stage last year. But it was still phenomenal. I just, I absolutely loved it. I took so much away from it, and so did the people there. I really encourage, um, highly recommend it, I'll just say. Highly recommend it. Very, very good. Wow. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. This was such a great call, and I appreciate that you're here. And let me go ahead and open up the line so everybody can say goodnight to you. So hang on, and uh, hang on, everybody, let me open up the line. Thanks for having me. Thank you. 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 Thank